Hey, my loves. Hey, Divine Feminist and my Masculine. So, um, a little bit busy, but I, I think, why not record this tonight? I've been thinking about doing something along these lines anyways, and I keep getting the push, right? And, um, October's my birthday month, so why not just try to start fresh and it takes 20 days to start, you know, have a habit. And um, I think what I'm referring to is, uh, I think what will explain where I'm coming from. And I, I understand that not everybody's going to be able to hear the, I think the video that's just kicking me in the butt in a good way again. But I talked about how um, Mina did a video called Escaping the Dating Matrix. And yeah, there's that little word in there, dating. But if you take that out and just look at Escaping the Matrix, it's kind of like, um, for those of you who have been with me on this journey, when we've read, you know, the Science of Getting Rich by Dr. Wallace Waddles. And I think there's been a couple other times where we're just being reminded of just tap into the positive um all i can do is just promise myself that i'm going to take it one day at a time and document the process i really like i think some of the things that are healing are you know is it a limiting belief does this has to be does this have to be hard does it have to be painful do i have to feel guilty do i need to con- sacrifice myself those are all limiting beliefs i think that come in the paradigm of being a woman right and um i think that part of the the quiet space i've had time to give myself is uh i have i think i'm ready to hang the gloves up right so i think i have enough content out there to kind of help people understand where i stand on certain things um and I'm going to leave them up so it's not like I uh I it's not like I don't have content out there. Um and the best way I can explain it is I'm ready to step out of the shadows and step into the light. And I think that this is really I think gonna help other people too but at the end of the day what if what if i just need to be selfish what if i just need to for the next you know for the month of october and and it's going to be a lifetime thing but what if i just focus on unplugging from the matrix where you know we know about the femicide rates and we you know try to save every woman out there to make better you know decisions and that type of thing um part of the comfort is that there's also the weight is not all on my shoulders there's more than enough content creators out there that are covering this topic that's what saved me right women who have trailblazed before me um have saved me and um I think that I will continue to reach back, but I want to make sure that, you know, I was thinking about something I said in one of the, in the podcast that was talking about, 
uh, I think Save the Next Girl or Help Save the Next Girl. And um, in that podcast, I said something about, you know, what it means to model happiness and joy and perseverance and moving on and being happy, getting up again to my niece. And um, don't worry, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just, I'm just thinking it's, it's, um, I feel like I'm ready for it. I think I've been ready for it, but I think what's beautiful about what I'm saying is a lot of us want to unplug from this matrix. It's not a fun place to be in. And I think that I'm going to, you know, some people don't necessarily like it, but the scorpionic side of me, we go to the belly of the beast of dark things, right? Um, And one of the assignments that we have with that type of energy is how do we phoenix it? How do we transmute it? How do we come out of the ashes? How do we rise stronger, right? That's one of my most favorite quotes that I heard earlier this year about the phoenix. You know, when you think about the phoenix, it's like, oh, the phoenix rises out of the ashes. But one of the things, I, I don't remember what movie was I saw it in, but he's like, the phoenix for me is coming back stronger. So every time I'm coming back stronger and stronger and stronger, right? And so um, it, it's it's a part of the thing. Another thing for any of you under the sound of my voice, you know, when it comes to natal charts, I have one of the most difficult placements, right? That can be a limiting belief as much as I, I want to, you know, partake in it. But I do want to say this. If you see me um, like inchy pinchy, you know, crawling out of this darkness and unplugging from the matrix in my own way. If if you can see me doing it, then by golly gee whiz, you can do it too. <laughs> right? Um, uh so, you know, you can beat myself up a little bit and I'm just going to try again and I'm just going to take it one day at a time. And um, I think part of the concern is kind of, you know, am I saying enough? Have I said enough? Am I reaching enough people? But I, I think I'm going to take comfort in. I have said just about everything I've had to say. I've dealt with just about every aspect of the negativity um, in the black community and in the in the dating world and it by no means means that that I'm turning a blind eye to it and and I know that there are still people that are on their journey um And, but like I said, when I even think back to some of the older content, you know, um, where I was pulling up articles on like, um, narcissistic personality disorder and the twin flame journey and the locus of control and how we self gratify and, um, working out of a spectrum, you know, and, and I even 
before I knew about, you know, how other people engage with it, I, at some point I was like, yeah, you know what? I think there needs to be an opposite kind of like uh, attraction. And I remember kind of feeling like, yeah, this this is, everyone tells us that we should be more androgynous. But I think the androgyny is killing us. It's kicking us in the butt. Because when you have a man trying to become more feminine in, in what we use in the twin flame uh, community to say, to kind of be like more centered, it's kind of like uh, the yin yang. It's like you're supposed to be all masculine with just enough, you know, compassion and nurturing and whatever the small within that. And that allows you to have that polarity, like the whole yin yang symbol. I don't think all we're supposed to be all completely now. Um, I become more masculine and men become become more feminine. I think that's really kicking us in the butt. And it's not helping that we have these gender norm, this gender norm curriculum. You know, you can see how it's affected um, really um, um, a lot of people, regardless of the communities, um, for the past six years, I, I'll never forget that moment. Y'all know I go down these rabbit holes. It was live in living colors on the podcast. And, and you see the dates when you type in gender norms, six years, six years, six years, six years, six years. And ever since then, now we're dealing with the, you know, like the modern man type of mentality. I think that, um, this this can be a little bit sensitive, but I, I've been feeling this way too. I think when it comes to um, relationship advice, there is no motherfucking way I'm going to take advice from anybody in the black community um, and, and especially not from younger black women in the sense that, and I've already kind of mentioned who my favorites are, I'm going to kind of just step away from that a little bit too, but... I mean, not not from listening to them, but just kind of, uh, you know, give people their their space and whatnot. But I think that um, it's kind of funny, like how why would I listen to a 20 year old? I, I was I remember there was a a short I saw yesterday and um, this guy was asking a woman. He's like, so he's like, what do you think about casual sex? And she's like, I think every woman should have casual sex. You know, we all have kinks and we all have needs and you need to be able to just learn to detach. And I was like, oof, you know, and I've said this before. Um, there's a phenomena called uh, the the poor man's daughter and um, it's covered in one of one of the one of my favorite authors I'm forgetting his name right now um and it was within a red book um and I've mentioned him before he's a psychologist but um when it comes to you know we are so far behind as a black community in terms of what marriage looks like healthy masculines healthy uh feminines um that you have the byproducts and children of a, of a community that don't know what marriage is, don't understand the value of marriage, giving advice and talking of and and so you can see how the disconnect is like so warped. I'm like, there's no way in hell. Now that being said, it, it can be a little bit triggering. I know that um, 
it's interesting. I don't know. Like I said, I'm going to take it one day at a time. But one another interesting thing for me, too, was, you know, I've covered some content and it's interesting to see how other content creators deal with it. Like, for example, when I talk about email, I identify with Nia and I think about what the child is going through. And I also look at, you know, is it moral or not? I also tapped a little bit into the business aspect of it. You know, um, from what I understand, the NBA, everybody sleeps with everyone. It's very promiscuous. And so for him to be in that type of trouble is, is so much more below the surface. Because when you when you start to look at how, how money works, especially in dominant society, uh it's a financial matter. And then when you start to and I, I really appreciate the content creators that I'm at, because you start to see how silly other people sound. <laughs> no, no disrespect. But it makes sense that, you know, um, the Boston Celtics are playing chess and not checkers. Right. And they're not and they're definitely not playing connect Four. So you have to think about why they would put him on retainer for one year. And uh, um, for those of you who are kind of trying to figure out, one of the things I heard was, you know, um, if if any of the women decide to sue Ime because he is their employee, um, they're responsible for him. And if they they fire him, there's, you know, like legal implications that I think the everyday person, you know, doesn't really understand. And there's a reason that they had those bylaws about why you can or cannot sleep with you know, people in the organization or or so on and so and every every um team is different, but it it all comes down to legal stuff and I, I think it was fascinating. I think that what was interesting to me is almost like one of those things like my little my little fur baby when sometimes I make like little noises and stuff and he will kind of tilt his head to the side and he'll be so curious. Like it's just like the oddest thing to him you know, type of a thing. And and so I remember I was listening to this content creator and she totally flipped it. She turned it into this whole, like, well, white men are way more promiscuous than what Ime is doing. And I was like, what? What is this? Is this, is this, this is how we're going to play it. This is how we're going to play it. <laughs> um, and so, um, I'm just paying attention to like, I think I want to be a straight shooter too. I think sometimes it can come across even to like, um, uh, glorifying the way that white people do things. No, not at all. Um, I think that maybe in my mind, I'm able to kind of dissect and see what works. Um, and if it works, like to me, if it makes sense and if it works and it makes money and there's happy families and happy unions, then that's what I'm going to copy. Um, and then you can spill that over into other communities, too. Um, that being said, and I've said this before, other communities have their own traits of, um, you know, like I think with the Hispanic culture, they have male uh, chauvinism, very chauvinistic. You know, the the man has to eat before the woman and, um, you know, they're very, if it's bad, it can get really bad with in that community. But also, you know, they are very um, community oriented and pay attention to who they're 
they're marrying. But, um, you know, it, it's kind of like the mom and the dad have these conversations and, you know, giving the hand in marriage and that type of thing. I, and some of the kids I used to babysit, I mentioned this too, have married um, Hispanic men. I've seen also other couples around me and, you know, happy cultures, that type of thing, whatever. Um, I've talked about other cultures that they all have their quirks and things that tie into their religion. So, you know, I, I try to fine tune that a little bit too. Um, but, but what lies ahead? I think, you know, um, more talks about money, finance. I really enjoyed the podcast I did yesterday about the gold and turning the gold in from a dead asset into a money making asset using the, um, um, the spread, I forget what it is, uh, the strangle, the cre- strangle credit spread with the EFT gold. That was, oh, it was kind of nerdy. And I, I'll, I'll at some point go back and look at the stats. But I think um, I'm just kind of, I don't like to look at the stats. If I make a mistake in my podcast, I will not upload the whole thing. But I don't like to go back and listen to stuff. And I don't like to really look at the analytics too, too much. I, I think the last time I looked at the analytics was like maybe two months ago. And it's because my my um, app restarted. So it's just I am just staying true to my quirky, you know, whatever comes down the pipeline and my downloads, I deal with it. But um, but I really enjoyed the that podcast. I don't know if, if you guys are into that type of thing. I do leave questions. And um, if you want me to address something, it doesn't matter which podcast it is, just leave a question or comment in there. And I will address it. I think it's going to take a little bit of time for people to feel comfortable using it. And I'm not sure I've seen it on other people's podcasts. Um, but I think it, it's kind of going to take time for people to get used to answering questions in the podcast. And um dealing with those um what else i think that um the exciting thing is you know i've kind of mentioned it before but all of these things kind of tie in hand in hand so i'm looking at my finances and where i'll be in one year and um and so how do I um, prepare myself for, for that? And there's some things I don't necessarily have to wait for, you know. Um, and just, I mean, there's there's really so much more I can go back to. Like, we still have the persuasion deck that I need to finish. Those were so much fun. I think what I'm trying to say, too, is I can be a little bit more quirky or nerdy. So, like, even one of my other favorite readings was the one with Helen about um, the wealth, the wealth and the wisdom. I know that reading, like, if y'all listen to that one all the way through, God bless you, because the language was from the 1800s and... um it was rough, but I was picking up everything that she put down and it had so much um, information in there. Um, 
But yeah, more talks about finances, abundance, health. I haven't done any food oracles in a while. And it's weird, like I have them with me um, and easily accessible, but I just haven't been pulled to, to pull them. So maybe, and it, I don't even want to keep over promising, but I probably could pull an abundance oracle every day for the next 30 days for my birthday type of a thing. I know I always enjoy engaging with them once I pick them up, but I don't know. I'm I'm just following, you know what what i what i feel um i kind of thought about pulling like um you know like we've been talking a little bit about rotational dating and i wanted to kind of maybe have a little bit of fun with that where i'll pull like three divine masculine cards so it's kind of like helping you invite the energy of those three prototypes and then you picking what qualities you like best and which one will show up the best and like getting our minds primed up for what rotational dating would look like um, and exploring your options. But um, I, I like that idea. I think it's something that's going to come down the pipeline. I, you know, I think we would definitely have fun with that one. Um and so, yeah, I think um, I'm going to probably <laughs> I was in the middle of watching a movie, but I was like, let me upload this before midnight. So when I start October 1st, baby, uh, just keep a reminder to myself the whole month of October, you know, just try to keep it high vibe. And I, I think I'm ready to close that chapter. I've said it before, but I think it's just, you know, when it's your birthday month, you're more intentional about it. Um but uh but yeah so there's there's so many things i can pull from i have some some stuff i want to share too because i ordered some more redkin stuff for my hair i absolutely love it i thought i was going to go through the tube every two weeks but i think it's like one every week and then i ordered another shampoo a conditioner and another leave-in conditioner and a leave-in um, spray. So those are coming over the next couple of days. I'm super excited. Um, there's another supplement I've been taking for my skin. And but like I said, I want to wait the 30 days for that. I'm drinking my alkaline water. Um, continuing to exercise. Um, watching my spending for the next 300 and what five days. Um, So yeah, but we will see. I think um let let's see how, where the road leads us. I think um I think in in a way I've toyed with the idea of um y'all know I'm the queen of blocking and deleting and do not recommend. And I think that um as much as the news pops up um I'm just going to put do not recommend on those and see if I can finish out the year kind of just blocking those channels. Um and like I said, I think that's more for my my well-being and, and just kind of looking to add other um, YouTubers that are kind of more talking about the things that, that are going to help us grow. Grow our wallets, grow our hair, um, grow our eyelashes, lose the weight, 
um, and have happy, healthy unions. I think almost maybe what I could do too, I've been seeing some really, really cute interracial couples um, on my YouTube popping up. So that has been nice. I'm not subscribed to any, but maybe I can just feature them or kind of just highlight you know, what is it that makes that moment successful? And um, I know one of the TikToks I saw today, you know, I was talking about how one of the things that is nice about a, a man that is generous and compassionate is, um, you know, no one wants to be with a mean person. And, um I don't remember what it was specifically I said. If if you if you heard that part then you know what I'm talking about. But um it was showing this guy with his wife and she had just had a surgery and and she had a baby or something I guess. I guess she had a hernia surgery right after she had her baby and the um it was so sweet. He was showing how he had her laying down and he was making sure that she had enough protein. He was making her her soup, making sure that the baby was taken care of. And then they had like the auntie come and take care of the baby for a little bit and how they ordered the food. And he's like, I'm so worried about her. You know, she wants to start breastfeeding on day three. And, you know, he was helping her walk, walking her to the kitchen. And he had taken time off from work to be with her. You know, I think I know what it was. I was talking about how. You know, if you decide to have children, it's it can be difficult if you're single because if you have a child and you need even those couple days to recuperate and your baby's dad isn't there to even help you go to the bathroom and help cook your foods and make sure, you know, while you're breastfeeding and, you know, kind of help with the diaper change and help with stuff around the house and and if you're all you've got for the finances, it gets a little bit tough. So I have like the utmost respect for single moms. Um, and <clears throat> um, and I think that it's, it's always so beautiful. Like y'all know, I really love to see happy couples. And um, I love to see, like I said, I just like to see a gentleman and someone who's chivalrous um, around feminine energy. It's very beautiful to see. And I think that, you know, it's it's things I've said before. Like, I wish we had that in the black community. I wish that, you know, it's sometimes and I, I, it can sound angry because I remember I was just like, y'all, do you see how they showed up for Eliza Fletcher? You know, it's almost taking me back to the time when, you know, you just watch all these. Um, I, I We weren't allowed to watch TV growing up, but from the little I know about movies and Disney movies, it's like the girl gets rescued. Like that guy comes in and he's going to like beat their ass up and you're like, yeah, they did this to me. And he's like, which one? He goes and like breaks his arm or something or like throws him into the river with the crocodiles or something. I don't know, you know, but just the idea of being rescued. And so... I think for me, it's kind of like just this little brown girl on the inside with big brown eyes. And, you know, the the y'all have to kind of see my first grade picture to kind of understand the little girl within. But it's like I saw in live living color Disney 
like I, and I'm saying it in the sense of like it just took me back to that space. It's not Disney's nothing beautiful about it that she did lose her life and that type of thing, but it was like all the media came in, all the big like honcho strong guys swooped in and they were like, We're gonna find this guy, we're gonna make sure this never happens again and stuff and and everybody just showing up and it's like, you know, just it it was like because it's like wow they really protect their own and i wish that we had that but i think that um uh part of my journey and what i as i'm doing it for myself and for other people we can't wallow in this energy um i think what i'm going to put for my for this picture is a woman jumping ship um and jumping from a sinking ship you know, and how liberating that can be, and, you know, just choosing to go on a different course um, for something that stays afloat, and, um, and, and, uh, going to happy places, and being around happy people, and, um, kind of illustrating that a little bit too. I talked, and then I'm gonna close it within thirty. You know, like close to the thirty minute mark. But um, I think I'm not sure if some of you picked up like when I was talking about the little girl. I still remember her when I was passing by in my sports car, and you could see it caught her attention, type of a thing. And I hope that what imprinted in her mind, because I think it's like her seeing like a black lady driving it, and it's speeding by. It's kind of like young age it it caught her eye type of thing and actually something similar like that happened to me when I was a little girl my mom was telling me but it was and but this is so me right um she was telling me that um I always she used to um always give me like some shades and I had like the strawberry ones and like the heart-shaped ones when I was like four and um she's like I would always wear and she said one day she saw me with the shades but like the shades were on top of my head like you know how usually you'll just like fold it and put it like in your like in your dress like at where your cleavage is like hanging there or you know just take it off or whatever and so one time she noticed like it was on top of my head and she was like where did this little girl get this this that look from and so she said she turned around and she's just, you know, like minding her business. And then she noticed another lady on the, um, where we were at, she had done the same thing. And as soon as I saw her, I just started to emulate her behavior with the shades type of a thing. So, but I say all that to say, like, um, I, I am ready to be, I think, the happy version of me and... I think it's important for young people to see that and I want to make sure that I celebrate TF out of it as realistically as possible, you know, um, and show that it's possible and it can be done. And like I said, as I'm ending it, you know, I'm not going to let it be a limiting belief. I'm going to take it as part of my assignment and understanding that I'm up for the challenge. And if I can overcome the one of the hardest placements in my needle chart, then absolutely you can too. Absolutely. If you see me going day to day and saying, I'm going to commit to be, to look for, you know, to tap out of this matrix and 
to, you know, I'm financially where I want to be. I'm 12 months in and I have 12 months to go, right? So a long, it can feel like a long two years, right? The good thing is we don't have to wait the Warren Buffett 10 years, right? Um, What does that look like day to day? How do we keep a high frequency? How do we take, you know, everyday things like do not recommend negative energy and blocking stuff that no longer serves us, right? Um, so here it goes. Beautiful October. Super excited. I have to go pee anyways because I've been drinking so much water. All right, y'all. So I'm hanging up the gloves officially yet again, but I think a little bit more, in a more official way. I think I uh, part of what was bothering me is... um I don't know. I think that what allowed me to reconcile it is a divine source. Just let me know. You know what? You have enough content out there. You have enough content out there um, with your views. And I think you've made yourself crystal clear on where you stand on certain things. And now we're ready to move forward and move move on into the next chapter. So you're welcome to stay around. Join me. And hopefully I'll have like more stories of like crushes and handsome people and fun conversations and more stuff about money and honey and hair and beauty and all that other good stuff and like I said um I don't know I can kind of tell when I have an idea how long down the pipeline it's going to come but I would say come back and check out our rotational dating oracles I'm going to pull three divine masculines and we're going to explore what that means and I just want you to have that type of energy um there's lots of benefits for rotational dating I'm probably will get the core no not probably I will get the course from Mina um from million dollar babes or universe guru um I think maybe like I want to say for sure next year so but in the meantime um Super excited. All right, I gotta go. (laughs) But woo, super excited for October, y'all. All right, bye.